0: Season 1, episode 55, Pete's podcast, Bible Story Evangelism. We're going to take a look at John chapter 1, which would include verses 1 through 51. And in verses 1 and 2, we're going to look at the deity of Christ. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Can't get any clearer than that. And pre-incarnation work of, of Christ, all things were made by Him. And without Him was not anything made that was made. Ministry of John the Baptist and proclaiming who Christ was. Uh, Jesus Christ, the true light, verses 9 and 10. The two classes, sons and unbelievers, verses 11, 12, and 13. Verse 14, the incarnation and the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God and the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. Very poetically and very clear. Uh, verses 15 through 34, the witness of John the Baptist, which is also very clear. Uh, Behold, the Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world. I don't think you can get any clearer than that. And then Jesus uh, choosing his first disciples and beginning his public ministry. Verses 35 through 51. Okay, here we go. Kind of forgot that the... Uh, the microphone was running. I thought I was practicing there. Well, anyway, here we go. So, uh, there are four Gospels. The first three are called Synoptic Gospels. They kind of, they're great. I mean, the genealogies in Matthew and the 14 generations from from Abraham to uh, David and the 14 generations from David to the captivity and 14 generations from the captivity to... to uh, the Messiah, and then in Luke, uh, there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And the genealogy in Luke is just all the way back to Adam and, um, and Mark, uh, one of the synoptic gospels, meaning it's kind of a synopsis of the life of Christ. John picks up with kind of the handoff of the ministry. Um, of the gospel of the grace of God well really the kingdom gospel from John the Baptist to Jesus if Israel would have accepted Christ as their king then I don't think the church age would have come into existence and that's why it was not the object of a lot of prophecy in the Old Testament it's called the mystery of the the great mystery of the Old Testament is the Gentile church but when Christ was rejected then plan B took over and and that's what we have today and we're going to kind of go back to the 70th Jewish times when the church is raptured out and we're give, taken up into heaven for the judgment seat of Christ, the Bemis seat. It's the award ceremony for for the church and and I, I, I think the, the main the big words are going to go to the people that, that bore the heat of the day and I don't think uh, that we really did I, that I've done that that's for sure. but I'm going be I used to go to award banquets at Florida Christian School. And I wasn't even a coach or I just loved them. I just loved to see the love between the coaches and the players and uh, and just an honor to be in their presence. And, and uh, anyway, and this will be, you know, if you've had a bad experience with uh, with uh, award banquets, this one's going to be done perfectly. And there'll be no complaints about the judge because it's the judgment seat of Christ and he'll do a good job. I'm looking forward to that. But while that's going on in heaven, um, the the nation of Israel is is taking a beating. They're coming to Christ, and the first three and a half years aren't too bad. But the great tribulation begins when the Messiah, when the uh, Antichrist uh, finishes building the temple and offers sacrifice in the holiest of holies. It's called the abomination of desolation, and uh, 144,000 run for your lives. And uh, at the end of the tribulation, it's cut short. Because if it lasted the full seven years, no one survived. But we have the uh, the judgment of the nations and the lost are cast into the lake of fire, was prepared for Satan and his angels, and the believers lo- live on into the millennium. And I'm going to do a, a a podcast on the judgment of the nations, which also known as the sheep and the goats, which is the most misunderstood, misrepresented parable, I think, in the Bible, in my opinion. But anyway... Uh, that for another day. Okay, so let's get started. Um, Some call the first 18 verses a poem. Uh, Definitely the first 15, I think. But anyway, in the beginning was the Word, verse 1, chapter 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So guess what? Word is capitalized. Now, I've, I've made mistakes even since I started doing these podcasts about three months ago and that is, you know, making a big deal about capitalization. The Hebrew didn't use, all of their letters were capitalized in the the oldest manuscripts we have. All letters were capitalized. And the same thing with the oldest Greek manuscripts. We don't have, as my son pointed out to me, we don't have any, and of course I knew this, but I I misspoke, which I do often, Uh, but the uh, the earliest, we don't have the originals, all we have is copies, and, but they were very meticulous about their copies. And God said heaven and earth will pass away, but my word will not pass away. So I think he's miraculously kept his force. And we are reading the word of God here. And not cunningly devised fables, but eyewitnesses of accounts. This happens to be the eyewitness account of the disciple whom Jesus loved called John. Okay, John chapter 1, in the beginning, verse 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the Word was made flesh. I'm sorry. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. This Now, the next three verses is his uh, work before he was made, well, from the beginning, because he is God. And, uh, again, if you have trouble with the Trinity, uh, there are three that bear record in heaven. The Father, the Son, the Word and capitalized but again that they're all capitalized but that means it's up to us to determine whether you know if it says the word was god then you might want to capitalize the word in the beginning there are three that bear record in heaven the father the word this is first john 5 7 and the holy ghost and these three are one so deal with it you're a body soul and spirit and one day you're going to be separated from your body that's the first death as the body is dead without the spirit so uh, faith without works is dead at the judgment seat of Christ. Okay, but um, that's in James, and I've got pad, podcasts on James. Uh, you want to look for James chapter two there because it's only the second half of James uh, chapter two where that comes into question. But it's talking about, you know, let me just say, I'm I'm all about not working your way to heaven. I'm I'm about repenting of your dead works. Hebrews six one for salvation. But the moment you do that, the moment you repent of your dead works and put your faith in the God that sent him to die on the cross to pay for your sins, you have everlasting life. Now get to work for the rest of your life. Share Christ. Get the the crown for winning souls. Uh, Or just be faithful. It's required among stewards that a man be found faithful. So it's all about getting to work but not to be saved, but because we are. And that's what the judgment seat of Christ is about. It's about works. The good and bad that we have done. And that's just just how it is. And it it will not be a bad thing to be judged correctly on what we've done. And again, I want to see the round of applause at the judgment seat of Christ that the thief on the cross gets. You know, because uh, he believed as as Christ was dying in the last moments of his life, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus said, this day you'll be with me in paradise. He was right there three days later. He was taken with all the saints in, in paradise to be in the presence of God, following Jesus Christ, the firstborn from the dead. But anyway... Um, So don't worry about separation from your physical body. Jesus was separated from his for three days. And he he took it back up. And And that's resurrection of the dead. Jesus rose on the third day. And will rise whenever that comes about. If you're alive at the rapture, you'll just bodily take off. Like Enoch did. Like Elijah did. If I'm not mistaken. Anyway, okay, here we go. Um... His pre-incarnate work. All things were made by Him, Jesus, and without Him, Jesus, was not anything made that was made. In Him, Jesus, was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. I didn't comprehend it until it was explained to me the second time, the first time, with the Word of God, and I repented of my dead works, although I don't think he went over Hebrews 6, 1. But I just like Hebrew 6:1 but uh, repent of your dead works I, I believed it was a free gift that's the same thing I'm not gonna I'm, I'm just taking a free gift I'm not working you don't work for a gift he said if if, if I gave you five dollars would it be a gift I said, well if you didn't ask me to do anything well God doesn't ask you to do anything uh, Yom Kippur the one thing you have to do on the day of atonement is nothing but uh, anyway here we go Um, So, his pre-incarnate work, all things were created, were were made by him. Without him was not anything made that was made. This was right after the word was God. And the same was in the beginning with God. And all things were created by him, Jesus Christ. Without him, Jesus Christ was not anything made that was made, verse 3, verse 4. In him, Jesus Christ was life, and the life of the light of men was the light of men. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. Darkness is really the absence of light. I mean, God can shine darkness. His light can shine in darkness. But, um, you know, if you're void of of faith in the God of John 3.16, then you will spend eternity in darkness. Because God chooses not to be in hell. That's what makes it so bad. There was a man okay now we're going to talk about the ministry of John the Baptist and his his words here. there was a man sent from God whose name was John verse six, John the Baptist. the same was came for a witness to bear witness of the light that all men through him might be believe believed put their faith in Jesus Christ. behold the Lamb of God that taketh away the sins of the world. I was showing you that that put put uh, the the your wallet or your cell phone in your left hand palm up, up, put your right hand out there with nothing. The right hand is Jesus represents Jesus Christ, reverently represents Jesus Christ. The left hand represents you and your sin. Behold the Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world. Take your right hand and take away the sin and put it on your right hand palm up, and now you're clean. Behold the Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world. It's called the gospel Of the grace of god and if you don't like that illustration it's not in the bible you don't have to like that illustration but i did i did when i saw it that's why i used it but i didn't believe it i saw that when i was 17 i didn't trust the lord until a year later i think it was over a year later just like a few football season away anyway i know that okay um probably approximately a year all right um Ministry of John the Baptist. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. The same came to be a witness, to bear witness of the light that all men through him might believe. Believe on the light, Jesus Christ. He was not the light. John the Baptist was not the light, verse 8. But was sent to bear witness of that light. And, okay. I'm just checking my time here. Verse 9, Jesus, the true light. That was the true light, which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. Okay, what about all these people that never heard of him? He's going to light them up. And they're going to have a choice to make. Are they going to believe in Jesus Christ or not? I know I did. And it says right here that the true light, which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. So if you're trying to say, well, you know, I'm not going to believe in a terrible God that would let all these people die that never heard of him. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened. Ask, and it shall be given unto you. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened. So, I I was searching. I didn't even know I was. Maybe you are, and you don't even know you are. He was in the world, and the world was made by Him. He's the Creator. And the world knew Him not. It's too kinds of people here according to John the Baptist he came unto his own his his own received him not and that opened the door for the Gentile church but as many as received him some did his disciples were his apostles were all Jewish some received him he gave gave he the power to become the sons of God even to them that believe on his name as many as received him Jew or Gentile he gave to them the power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on His name. That's what I did. I put my faith on Jesus Christ. Just like when I jumped out of airplanes, I put my faith in a parachute that I had never seen. But I believed it was there. and and The only time it was hard to jump was the first time. After that, no problem. Which, and I had no problem the first time. I wasn't going to let those guys down behind me. I was. They were my friends. They were my buddies. By that time, I'd been with them for two long years, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of men, they weren't born physically of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God, John chapter 3, the the new birth, Jesus said, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God, so there's John the Baptist, two, um, two classes of people, and I use Schofield's reference note outline, so if you don't like that, uh, I'm not... Just a nice outline. It keeps me thinking. The incarnation of Christ. And it's just verse 14. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory. Eyewitnesses of his majesty, it says. And Peter. the not We have not followed cunningly devised fables. When we made known unto you the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. But were eyewitnesses of his majesty. And we beheld his glory. John chapter 14 as the glory as the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Okay, now we have the witness of John the Baptist. And let's see how that goes. Okay, uh, John chapter 1, verse 15. John bare witness of Jesus and cried, saying, This was he of whom I spake, he that cometh after me, is preferred before me, for he was before me. All things, verse 3, all things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and this life was the light of men. Okay, he cre- he's the creator. He was obviously before John, and John knew that. He's preferred before me because he is God. He was before me. And of the fullness, and of Jesus' fullness, have all we received, the grace for grace. I say we receive God's grace because of God's grace. And grace is going to heaven. Mercy is not going to hell. The gospel of the grace of God. None of these things move me, neither count on my life dear unto myself, that I might finish my course with joy in the ministry which I received, the Lord Jesus Christ, to testify the gospel of the grace of God. Acts 20, 24. The Apostle Paul, right before he went to Rome and was was executed. Uh, Well, went to Jerusalem and then went to Rome and was executed. Uh, John chapter 1, verse 17. For the law was given by Moses. Ten Commandments and all the Levitical laws. Whosoever shall keep the whole law and yet offend in one point is guilty of all. James 2.10. Speaking of James chapter 2. But grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. The law came by Moses. It was our schoolmaster to show us that we need a Savior. Then the Savior came. The Savior was planned on from the garden on. The seed of the woman would bruise Satan's head. And Satan would bruise his heel. I mean Jesus would bruise Satan's head and and Satan would bruise his heel. The only begotten son which is okay. Um verse 18 no man has seen God at any time the only begotten son which is in the bosom of the father he hath declared him. Okay there was kind of a you know I don't think we you know he passed by Moses, but Moses had to put himself in a cleft of a rock or something. I can't remember. Anyway, but, but really people didn't die and go to heaven until they, until Christ led the way when he died and rose again on the third day and led captivity captive. Before that, you went to uh, Sheol, paradise, Hades, uh, Hades, with a paradise part and a hell part. Great gulf fixed between. Read uh, Luke chapter 16 about that. All right, some more of the testimony of John the Baptist. Verse 19. And this was the record which God, which this is the record of John when the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask John, Who are you? And John the Baptist confessed and denied not, but confessed, I am not the Christ. Verse 21. And the priests and Levites verse 21, asked him, What then? Art thou Elias? Are you Elijah? And John saith, I am not. And the, and the priests and the Levites said, Art thou that prophet that Moses talked of? Again, the, the Messiah, really. And John the Baptist answered, No, period. Verse 21. Then said the priests and Levites unto John who art thou for a second time? Asked him that in verse 19 now in verse 22 the exact same question. That we may give an answer to them that sent us. What sayest thou of thyself? And John the Baptist said I am the voice of one crying in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord as said the prophet Isaiah verse 24 And the priests and the levites which were sent and they which were sent were the and they which were sent were the Pharisees and they asked him and said unto John the baptist why baptize thou then if thou Be not the Christ, or Elias, neither that prophet. John the Baptist answered the Pharisees, which I think were made up of the priests and Levites. Um, uh, John answered them saying, I baptize with water, but there standeth one among you. I don't think he's met him yet, but I don't think Jesus has done any miracles. This is before his public ministry. Whom you know not. uh, He it is, John continues his testimony to the, the Pharisees. Verse 27, He it is who coming after me is preferred before me whose shoes it, I am not worthy of unloosening. These things were done in Beth Bar- Bar- Bethabara beyond Jordan where John was baptizing. The next day John seeth Jesus coming unto him in the Jordan River where he was baptizing. And as Jesus was walking down the bank to, into the river where John was baptizing, John said, Behold, the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sins of the world. This is he, this is the he whom I, John the Baptist, said, After me cometh a man that is preferred before me, for he was before me. Verse 31, and I knew him not. It's his first cousin. I think he grew up with him. He was six months older than Jesus. I knew him. They walked to Jerusalem three times a year for many, many years. And I knew him not, but that he should be made manifest to Israel. Therefore, I am come baptizing with water. And John bear record saying, I saw the Holy Spirit descending from heaven like a dove and it abode upon him. And I knew him not, but he that sent me to baptize with water, the same said to me, upon, this is God that sent him to baptize, upon whom thou, or the Holy Spirit, whom thou shalt see the spirit Holy Spirit descending and remaining on, the same as He which baptizes with the Holy Ghost. That's the doctrine of baptisms in in uh, Hebrews six one and two, the doctrine of bapt, of the doctrine of baptisms. One of the six fundamental principles of the doctrine of Christ. You have water baptism, you have which John was doing, but but Christ baptizes with the Holy Spirit, and that's what happens now to the believer since Pentecost, we have the Holy Spirit, the earnest of our salvation. Verse 34, I saw and bear record that this is the Son of God. That's pretty unequivocal. When was Jesus called the Son of God? Well, how about uh, J- First John one thirty-four, And I, John the Baptist, bear record that this is the Son of God speaking to the Pharisees here. Well, speaking to the crowd at this baptism, this is the next day. Okay, so uh, now we have Jesus beginning his public ministry and he starts with, uh, in chapter 2, the marriage at Cana, but before that he's starting to call his uh, first disciples or apostles, the twelve. Again the next day after John the Baptist stood and two of his disciples John had disciples and looking upon Jesus as he walked John the Baptist said to his two disciples behold the Lamb of God. So he's repeating the same thing he said the day before. And the two disciples heard John speak and they followed Jesus. They knew that that this was the right progression. Leave John the Baptist and follow Jesus. And one of them uh, is named here. Then Jesus turned and saw them following and saith unto them, What's, What seek ye? Basically, why are you following me? And they said unto him, Rabbi, which is being interpreted master, where dwellest thou? Verse 39. And Jesus said unto them, Come and see and the two disciples of John came and saw where he dwelt and abode with him that day for it was about the tenth hour. so I think the first hour would be sunrise so ten o'clock would be a you know late afternoon toward a couple hours before sunset. One of the two which heard John speak and followed Jesus was Andrew, Simon Peter's brother. Andrew first findeth his own brother Simon, and saith unto Simon, We have found the Messiah, which is being interpreted to Christ. I think that's just a note of the writer John here, which is being interpreted to Christ. Messiah is the, the Hebrew name for the Messiah, and Christ means the Messiah, the Anointed One. Uh, Christos, as a in, in Greek, Messiah is spelled Messiah. Messiah, so anyway. Uh, verse 42. And Andrew brought his brother Simon Peter to Jesus. And when Jesus beheld Simon Peter, he said, Thou art Simon, the son of Jonah, bar Jonah. Thou shalt be called Cephas, which by interpretation, a stone. Jesus called Philip and Nathaniel. And we'll be done with chapter 1, verses 43 through 51. The following day, uh, Jesus would go forth unto Galilee, and findeth Philip, and saith unto him, so I, I would assume he's traveling north to the area around the Sea of Galilee, and saith unto Philip, follow me. So he just picks up Philip on the side of the road, and uh, now Philip was of Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter. So Andrew and Peter have already been introduced to Christ. And now Philip, from the same city, uh, is picked up. In verse 45, Philip finds Nathaniel, and saith unto him, We have found him of whom Moses in the law and the prophets did write. Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. I I think the community around Galilee, around the Sea of Galilee was pretty small and they could have well traveled together uh, when they went to Jerusalem three times a year for the three feasts that they went to that they were required to attend the temple in Jerusalem. Which I would have loved as a kid to have to go to church only on three days a week or three times a year that would have been well that would have been perfect especially if you included camping along the way my dad used to take me camping all the time i was a bad father i, I got all my camping out of my system in the in the army but anyway i think uh, well i don't, yeah, i failed i should have taken my kids out more at all i guess one time i slept on the football field with john but he went into the tent with his buddy so i had tent to myself, which was fine. <laughs> anyway, John uh John chapter one verse forty six. Nathaniel said unto Jesus No, I'm sorry. So Philip came and got Nathaniel and saith unto him, We have found him of whom Moses and the law and the prophets did write, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. And they didn't have last names, they just had who they were the son of. In a lot of cases, Jesus of Nazareth, Jesus of whatever, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph pretty much narrowed it down, I guess. And Nathaniel said unto Philip, can any good thing come out of Nazareth? And and that is kind of a mystery in the Bible um, that he was called a Nazarene because, uh, I mean, you can study it for yourself, but it's uh, it's not really that clear. Philip saith unto him come and see that's that's how friends can really talk abbreviated come and see and Jesus saw Nathanael coming to him and Jesus said to Nathanael behold an Israelite indeed in whom there in whom is no guile Nathanael saith unto Jesus Whence knowest thou me? How do you know me? Jesus answered and said unto Nathanael, Before that Philip called thee, when thou was under the fig tree, I saw thee. Nathanael answered and said unto him, Rabbi, I'm still here. Thou art the Son of God. Thou art the king of Israel. Verse 50. Jesus answered and said unto Nathaniel, Because I said unto thee, I saw thee under the fig tree, believest thou, thou shalt see greater things than these. Um, how about the resurrection? And Jesus, last verse here. And Jesus saith unto Nathaniel, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Hereafter ye shall see heaven open, and angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. It's like Jacob's ladder's dream. Angels ascending and descending. So Jesus is, Nathaniel's a pretty sharp guy. And I'm sure he knows the story of Jacob's uh, leaving his mother and father and using a rock for a pillow and having a uh, dream about angels ascending on Jacob's ladder. But the ladder to heaven, folks, the stairway to heaven, if you're a rock and roll fan, is Jesus Christ hereafter you shall see angels ascending and descending on the son of man which is Jesus Christ and he's the only way and he is the narrow way but we're not talking about works we're talking about a free gift and after you're saved the moment you get saved yeah we'll start talking about works but get saved by faith alone in Jesus Christ. And and I didn't make any promises that I was going to do anything for God. But it I just started hanging around people that wanted to see other people trust Christ and it was kind of addictive. And I have lived, my friends that have known me for most of my life, my army buddies. I'll just use the word of my sisters my brother was relentless the best thing that was ever said of me and i don't even know if she claims that to be what she said but i was told she said that by somebody that knew her and that anyway i'll leave it at that all right so i will say adios which means to God and via Candios go with God